He is alive. That is such good news. Perhaps you are not so certain though, as I was when I first heard the news. You see, I failed him. Me. Simon Peter, the rock. I proudly proclaimed, Lord, even if I have to die with you, I will never deny you. But that is what I did. That's what I did. You see, I was with him from the very beginning at the Galilee. And he called me to come be a fisher of men with him, to come and follow him. And all the things we saw. How he healed the blind man so he could see. The, the leper, he cleansed him. The lame, they could walk. He would still the raging sea with a word. With a few fish and loaves he would feed a crowd of thousands. And he even raised some from the dead. <laughs> so one day he came to us. And he says, who do people say that I am? And we said, some say you are Elijah. Some say you are one of the prophets. And then he looked at me and said, who do you say that I am? And I knew in my heart. I said, you are the Messiah. You are the Son of God. And he said to me, Blessed are you, Simon, son of John, because flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is from heaven. And I was so happy. I got it right. You see, so many times I opened my big mouth and I got it wrong. But this time, I got it right. For the moment. Because then he went on to say, and the Son of Man must suffer, must be rejected by the chief priests and elders. He must be killed. And then on the third day arise from the dead. And I said, no, Lord, this will never happen to you. And he looked at me and said, get behind me, Satan. For you have in mind not the things of God, but the things of men. That is a pretty sobering thing when the Son of God looks you in the eye and says, Get behind me, Satan. And to be honest with you, I was a bit confused. How was this all going to happen? And then came that final Passover. You see, he broke the bread. He said, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he took the cup and poured the wine. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. And at the time, I'll be honest, we did not understand what he was talking about. But then he walked us over to the Garden of Gethsemane, the olive grove there. And he took myself, James, and John, and called us over to himself. 
said, pray with me, watch. I am overwhelmed to the point of death. And we wanted to. But we were so tired and our eyes were heavy. And to our shame we fell asleep. When he asked us to watch and pray. And soon Judas came with the guards of the Sanhedrin. But I was ready for this. I brought his sword. And when they came to grab Jesus to arrest him, I pulled it out and cut the ear off of the servant of the high priest, Malchus. Truth be told, I was trying to get his head, but an ear will do. But I was saying, we are not going to give up our Lord without a fight. But then he says, Simon, put your sword away. He who lives by the sword will die by the sword. The moment I felt myself disarmed, before they knew it, they had arrested and bound my Lord and taken him away. But I was determined. I would not lead him. So I followed from a distance all the way to the high priest's residence, to his compound. And I thought I would just quietly sleep, sink into the, the courtyard, in the shadows, so no one would notice me. And then this servant girl, this little servant girl says, You, you are one of them. I said, I am not. She said, This man, this man here, I saw him, he was one of them. I said, I do not know what you are talking about. And soon a whole crowd had gathered around me. And one said, Certainly you are one of his disciples. I can tell by your Galilean accent. And I called out on heaven and I said, I do not know the man. And I called curses on myself to right and the left. And then I saw him. And he saw me. And the rooster crowed. And I hung my head in shame. For I had done what I said I would never do. I denied him. And I went and I wept bitterly. I tried to gather my wits and follow later as he was dragging his cross through the streets up to the place of the skull. And they nailed him to the cross. And he hung. And he died. This man who made me feel the very presence of God was now dead. And I had left everything to follow him. What to do now? So I went back to the upper room. And my brothers joined me there. And we wept all night into the morning. And the next day we were certain that the high priest would not send out the guards. It was the Sabbath. We sat there in silence, not knowing what to do. But the next day, the third day, the first day of the week, Mary 
He's knocking frantically at the door about seven in the morning. John, Peter, John, Peter. We open the door. Mary, what is it? She says, me and the women, we have been to his tomb. The stone has rolled away. And his body is gone. And we do not know what happened. John and I look at each other and we run out the door. John's a little faster than me. So he got there first. But he stopped in front of the entrance of the tomb. And I had to know. So I walked in. And there in the corner are his grave clothes. Just piled in the corner. On the bench where they laid him. His his shroud for his face. But nobody. He was empty. John comes in too. And he thinks it's a miracle. God has done something here. I, I could not risk to hope at that moment. But later that evening, we are all again in the upper room. And the doors are locked. We do not want to be barged in by the soldiers, soldiers by surprise. And we are sitting there and suddenly he appears among us and says, Peace be unto you. Do not be afraid. And he was right. We were scared. What? Who are you? He says, Do you have anything to eat? I'm not a ghost. So we give him a piece of fish to eat. And he does. And then he shows us his hands where the nails went through, and his feet. It is him. It is the Lord. And I am happy. And I am ashamed. Because I failed him. I denied him. I called on heaven to witness. I do not know the man. And I was certain he was done with me. I could not even look him in the eye. So, I went home. Back to Capernaum. Went back to what I knew. Fishing. And my brothers, for some reason, they followed me. So we get in the boat one night. We put out the nets all night long. And we catch nothing. <laughs> Even what I think I know I'm a failure at. But we start rowing in as the sun is rising. And there's this man on the beach... He says, my friends, have you caught anything? We say, no. Then throw your nets onto the other side of the boat. There will be fish. So we think, we got nothing to lose. May as well. We throw it out there. And suddenly the nets are filled to the brim, bursting almost. And John says, it is the Lord. And I know in my heart too. I am stripped to work, so I quickly throw my clothes, I jump in the water, and start dragging the fish in the boat in. And we get to the beach. And there he is. 
with fire. Freshly baked bread. Fish roasting over the fire. He was always such a gracious host. As we all come and gather around, he looks at me. He looks at the fish we have brought in. He says, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Now, this fish represents about two months' worth of wages. But I know what he was saying. Because he had called me from a catcher of fish to be a fisher of men. And I said, yes, Lord. You know I love you. He said, feed my lambs. And then he says again, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, I love you. Take care of my sheep. And then a third time. Simon, son of John, do you love me? And I'm hurt this time. I say, yes, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Then feed my sheep. Now looking back, again I was hurt. These three times he asked me, do you love me? But I knew he did so because I had denied him three times. He was restoring me. And then he says to me, Simon, when you were a young man, you dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go. But when you are older, someone else will dress you. And you will go to where you do not want to go. Follow me. And I knew in that moment that my Lord was calling me to follow Him, even to a cross. Even to a cross. John, John is there listening in. I said, Lord, what, what about this man? He says, Simon, Simon, if I want this man to remain until I return, what is that to you? But you, Simon, you follow me. Don't worry about my servant John. You, Simon, you follow me. Perhaps today, for the first time, you are realizing that our Lord Jesus Christ, He went to the cross to die for you, for me, to forgive your sin, to forgive my sin. But He also rose from the dead to show that He has conquered sin and death. And today you hear His voice calling Come and follow me. Come and follow me. 
I will tell you this truth. I will not die for a lie. But I have seen him. He is the risen Lord. And I will follow him even to the cross. Because he is the one that has said, I am the resurrection and the life. And even if a man dies, yet shall he live. Perhaps today is the day where you will put your faith in him. You will trust him. You will follow him. And find his life in you. Don't worry about the person sitting to the right or the left of you. What is he calling you to do today? And perhaps you are like me. Again, you receive this with mixed emotions. You are glad because the best man that ever lived is, is vindicated. You love him because of who he is. But you have failed him, like I did. Or perhaps you followed him at one time, but you stopped. You once believed in him, but not believed in him like you did at one time. Perhaps you think you have gone too far. I want you to hear this. The Lord Jesus Christ is risen. And He is risen and He brings back to life that which was dead. And one of the reasons for His resurrection is for your restoration. For your restoration. Just as He came to me when I denied Him, He comes to you now today and says, Do you love me? Do you love me? It was the question then, and it is the question now. Do you love me? And will you follow me? And will you trust me? Even to a place you do not want to go. But it is there that you will find my life. He has come to restore you to himself. That you might repent and return to your first love. To come back to Him. Do you hear His call? Will you respond to our resurrected Lord? He wants you to be His sheep. To be His lamb. And to know His love. Today. My friends, He is risen. And that is such good news. I pray it is for you today. May the Lord bless you and keep you on this Resurrection Sunday. Amen.